You know what's cool? What's cool? We've been downloaded on four continents now. Oh my god. We got downloaded in Europe. Asia, Europe. And Africa. Africa? Where in Africa? Ghana? Really? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna guess something like Egypt or... I don't know. No, South Africa. Ghana. And then also, not a continent, but we got downloaded in the Middle East because Israel, which I told you about. Oh, yeah, you did. In Scarborough. And Scarborough, <laughs> the most exotic place. <laughs> okay, do we want to start? Yeah, let's jump in. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Unstable Universe, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Evan Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. And welcome back. This is episode nine. Yeah. The highest episode we've ever had. Wow, that's really insightful of you. <laughs> We're almost at double digits. It's true. Entering the preteens. Is 10 preteen? I think so. Ooh. I think of, like, 10-year-olds as children. I think of 17-year-olds as children. Yeah, they're little babbies. I think of myself babbies. as a child. I, I definitely am a child. I've eaten pizza every single meal for the past two days. I pretty much only eat mac and cheese. Oh, that's good, though. <laughs> that sounds so good compared to pizza, because I'm so Does sick it? of it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I ate all of it. I finished oh, my, my last box today. Are these the boxes that Doc got? No, I got oh. some, like, some, okay. that, that President's Choice Oh, the white good cheddar. one. The good shit. Oh, yeah, and then you put a little Parmesan in there, too, just for fun. Holy shit, A little damn. garlic powder? Ooh. Good shit. Damn. Me and Luke made, like, actual mac and cheese over the, I guess, weekend. Uh -huh. And it's like, we had brie in there. We Ooh. had, like, two different kinds of Did cheddar. Did he bend it up his own ass? We, no! <laughs> definitely not. But it was so good. It was, like, one of the first times that I've properly had, like, baked mac and cheese. That's cool. Yeah. Good? So good. That's good. Yeah, we put jalapenos in there, too. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and it's, like, because... We had extra jalapenos, we like emptied them out, and then we stuffed them with cheese, and then we grilled them. Oh, yeah. It was real it's good. poppers, essentially. Oh, yeah. You know it's really good? Lobster mac and cheese. I've never had lobster. You've never had lobster? That's fair. Maybe in sushi. Not just, I was gonna say sushi, but... Oh, no. There's not really lobster sushi. There's no, crab it's sushi, crab, yeah. <laughs> imitation crab. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Depends. Well, now that we've bantered about <laughs> mac and cheese for about 45 minutes, this is the podcast where we randomly generate fan fiction crossovers. So we have a random tandem fandom generator, which gives us two fandoms and a tag, and then we have to write that bullshit fan fiction. Yep, and this week didn't go super well. Nope. As easy as it should have been, I think we overcomplicated it. Yeah, I think birthday turned out to not be that interesting. It's true. There's only so much time you can spend, like, picking out decorations and gifts, oh, decorating the room. I don't have any of that. So, just to remind you guys, we got Godzilla, Pacific Rim, birthday. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it worked too well together, and I'm not sure it's going to be super interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I didn't have any kaiju in mine. Oh, really? Mine's yeah. only kaiju? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I had... Ral... Raleigh? 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 Is, <laughs> is that uh, the main blonde guy that's Yeah, so that's boring? the main blonde guy. He's so boring. Yeah. Charlie Hunnam? I didn't have... Oh. 
He was, that's the actor. Okay. I thought you were talking about Charlie Day for a sec. No, and Charlie I was like, Day. I wanted to work him in so bad. And I just like, I can't. I should have done Charlie Day instead. It should have been Charlie Day and Mackie Morrow. Who's the girl. Uh, the cool girl. I like her. Yeah, she's nifty. Yeah. Shall we jump into the fix? Yes, let's jump into the fix. You're reading mine first. I believe so, yeah. Okay. Just so you know, mine's total crack fic. Sweet. I put an OC in there. Nice. It's just... Is it you? His, his name's Gary. Ooh. He, he resembles me in some ways. <laughs> He's a boy. <laughs> now, Alana, I need a title. Okay, and I have a title prepared I'm for you. I'm upset that you have it prepared. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to use my last... It didn't even end up being my last line. It was supposed to when I talked with Anthony Bourdain about it. Mm -hmm. But it didn't end up being it. But it is... Happy birthday, old friend. Okay, nice and vague. <laughs> Alright, so this is... Happy birthday, old friend. <laughs> By Olana. Yep. The pink bow sat on top of the huge pink polka-dotted box. This looks tacky as fuck, Raleigh said. It doesn't matter what you think. Pink is Godzilla's favorite color, and it's up to us to honor our old friend on his birthday. Mackie Morrow responded, We called her by the wrong name earlier. <laughs> Did we? Isn't it Mako? Oh, I took that from Wikipedia. Isn't Mackie Morrow? I'm actually curious. I think you just might have just mistyped this one. Nope, you call her Mackie the whole time. It's Macomori. Yeah, you oh. call her Mackie Moro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Can you control F? How many times do you type Mackie? A lot. Also, there's one time where I spelled it wrong and I didn't change it. <laughs> okay. I have replaced all Mac Mackies with Macos. <laughs> And all Moros with Maurice. Perfect. <laughs> and back to the fic. Great. It doesn't matter what you think. Pink is Godzilla's favorite color, and it's up to us to honor our old friend on his birthday, Mako Mori said. <laughs> Besides, I think it's really cute. Raleigh wasn't sold on the idea of giving such a tacky-looking gift to such a godlike creature. <laughs> But he trusted his partner wholeheartedly, so he shook his head in agreement. They have to trust each other. They do. They or else they able... can't drift. They're drift compatible. Yep. I don't even know why you're worried about it looking tacky. You know Godzilla loves tacky things. His volcano home is, in... is painted entirely pink, Mako laughed. Yeah, my dad tore down half of Tokyo because it looked too modern, piped up a small reptile voice. Gary! <laughs> Both humans shouted in excitement. That's me, haha. Gary laughed like a fuckboy. Now, we're learning so much about Gary already, eh? Gary was Godzilla's youngest son. While the rest of Godzilla's kids had grown up and moved overseas to travel or start families of their own, Gary still lived at home. He was currently going through his difficult phase. Nobody had told Mako Mori this, but she could tell by his raccoon-like rings of eyeliner around his eyes and the black emo wig he was wearing. Jesus, man. I'm gonna have to take you shopping for some presentable clothes. You look like a downright hoodlum, Raleigh said in worry. Leave the boy alone. He's just trying things out, Mako Mori said with a smile. But Raleigh could tell she was annoyed with him. One of the good parts about drifting with someone for so long is you don't need to fight anymore because you always know when to stop talking. <laughs> 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. You know how they think, so you know when you're gonna be able to convince them of something, or when it's just like, eh, give up. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I'm not, Gary said. This is who I am. He pulled out a vape and began blowing smoke rings in the direction of the humans. The room filled with an overpowering vanilla scent that made everyone crinkle their nose. Gary, did your dad ever tell you the story of how he stopped smoking, Raleigh asked. Gary shook his head. (laughs) Why don't you boys go outside and pick some flowers to give to Godzilla? I think that would be a nice addition to the present, Mako Mori said. Yeah, dad would like that, Gary said, blowing mini tornadoes out of his nostrils with the vape. The boys made their way out into the garden. The sun was just beginning to set, so everything was cast in a beautiful orange glow. They began to walk around the garden, Raleigh setting a slow pace. Peonies, roses, lilies, and every other type of flower you can imagine spurted up from the fertilizers. Yep. What? What's wrong with that? I don't know, it's just weird that you spurted up. (laughs) Okay, sprouted. Sprouted. Sprouted is a better word. Well, when Godzilla first started terrorizing people, he would always strategically hit places that would cause fires. Places like electrical plants, gas stations, and inhaling all of the smoke gave your dad this crazy feeling of power. (laughs) It allowed him to destroy even more. Plus, the smoke and fire had the added benefit of looking pretty kick-ass when destroying a city. It's true. Yeah, Raleigh told his young reptile friend. If it looked badass and it felt awesome, why would he stop, Gary asked. Because as the years went by, inhaling all of that smoke started to have an effect on Godzilla's body. His lungs were covered in black tar that made it difficult to breathe. Kaiju don't age, but he was. But that didn't stop your dad at first. No. He wanted to live a happy life instead of a long life. Raleigh leaned down to a rose bush, brushing his fingertips against the petals. What about these? No, they're not right. They're not perfect, Gary said. His eyes had begun to fill with tears, but turned away so Raleigh wouldn't see. Oh, you see, Gary, he's going through an emotional hard time right now. What do you think emo stands for? Emotional. You're right. You're exactly right. He's becoming his own man. He is. I found your typo. (laughs) Everything changed when you were born, though. He was able to find happiness in things other than destruction. That's when he took up things like knitting and figure skating and never thought about the smoke again. Raleigh smiled. He noticed that Gary had stopped in front of one of the flower beds and walked over to stand next to him. These ones, he whispered. Forget me nuts. (laughs) Those are beautiful. Mako Moko said. (laughs) Oh no! Pulling the small lizard thing into her arms. Let's wrap those up, hon. Your dad will love them. And they're pink, Raleigh laughed. Okay, boys, are you ready to head to the birthday party? I've just finished icing the cake, and I don't want to let the rest of the food get cold. Both boys nodded their heads. Raleigh held onto all the food. Mako Mori held onto the flowers, and Gary carried the bright pink birthday present. As a group, they walked to the heart of downtown Tokyo. It seemed that everyone they passed told Gary to give their best wishes to his father. They all wore pink feathery hats in honor of the big reptile's big day. (laughs) A huge statue rose up from the city's huge park. 
It depicted Godzilla holding up the entire world. His huge heart glowed red from the inside of the lizard's chest. They approached the small plaque at the base of the statue. Godzilla, 1954 to 2016. <laughs> Loving father, terror bringer, loved by all who met him, it read. Happy birthday, Dad, Gary said, his eyes once again filling with tears. He placed his vanilla vape next to his father's grave. He wouldn't need it anymore. Happy birthday, old friend, the drifters said in unison. Despite what he said earlier, Raleigh had to admit that the huge pink ribbon on the pink polka-dotted present looked beautiful on the grave, and he knew that Godzilla would find it beautiful, too. <laughs> the end. Did you like it? I wasn't in, interested in that twist. <laughs> right? Uh, well, because you, uh, you said that Gary still lived at home. So I was like, okay. It's was, still was his home. I guess. But why would he move in if his father left him a big-ass volcano home? Yeah, exactly. I think you were purposefully misleading the reader. Oh, I definitely was. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. Did it, it make fantastic. you sad? A little bit. Oh. Yeah, I I threw around a lot of ideas with this. Like my main one was Godzilla wasn't going to get invited to a surprise to a birthday party, but uh-huh. then it would turn out to be a surprise party. But I I was already feeling too sad to write something that was 3 quarters sad uh-huh. and like 1 quarter happy. So I settled with something that's like three quarters happy and one quarter sad with a life lesson in there. Don't vape. Or smoke. I have a life lesson in mind, too. Oh, do you? Kind of. I'm sure you do. Okay. So, Evan, what is the name of this fic? Mine's called Godzilla's Sweet Sixteen. Oh, I'm already excited now. It's not fun. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's bad. Is it like my super sweet 16? Uh, no. Oh, he's not a brat? No. Is he a good kid? Yeah. I feel like he would be a good kid. But he's got some bad friends. Oh no. I'm gonna use that as the description for the fanfiction on fanfiction.net. Sounds good. (laughs) Okay, so this is... Godzilla's Sweet Sixteen. Sure. By Evan. Uh-huh. Is that what you said? I think so. Don't say sure then. <laughs> you I like know, being difficult. You know, I can't remember these titles. That's true. Kevin, honey, your friends are here, his mom called from downstairs. I'll be down in a minute. God! And I told you to call me Godzilla. The massive lizard yelled back as reflection stared back at him. Finally happy with how it looked, he gave himself one last spritz of cologne and headed out of the bathroom. He marched down the stairs to see a group of young monsters idly chatting with his parents. Hey, chief, happy birthday. His stepfather clapped him on the back and gave him a little shake. The big one six. How does it feel to be a category five kaiju sport? Oh, this guy's trying too hard, isn't he? (laughs) A little too hard. (laughs) Go screw. Roy. God, go screw Roy or go screw Roy? Go screw Roy. Okay, go screw Roy. That's why there's a comma there. Godzilla said as he shoved the older kaiju's arms off his shoulder. I'll be back late, okay? Don't wait up. A little angst in there? Yeah, I dig it. See, he's a good boy. You lied to me. You're a filthy liar. Godzilla and his posse left the house quickly and piled into Knifehead's mom's Hyundai Elantra. Some 41 was blasting through the speakers as they pulled out of the driveway. 
The car was speeding down the suburban streets when Godzilla piped up. So guys, what's the big birthday surprise you kept talking about? From the passenger seat, Leatherback turned around and looked at the birthday boy with a serious face. We're going to the breach, dude. We're going to Earth. Otachi came through and got us some brew dogs, and we're all gonna go fucking wild. Hell yeah, dude. Are these all nicknames, is my question. Like, is Leatherback a nickname? Those are what they called some of the kaijus in Pacific Rim. So, like, yeah, but it's like, if Godzilla's real name is Kevin, do oh, these yeah, they're guys... they're all nicknames. Okay, okay. <laughs> they're all named Kevin. <laughs> they're all named Kevin? Yeah. Except for the dad, because he's Roy. That's Roy. Okay, so is it like a generational thing? Like, one generation is all Roy's, the next generation is all Kevin's? Sure. Otachi lift up, lifted up a case of beer from between his legs and rattled them as proof of Leatherback's statement. Raucous shouts and hollers came from the other excited party-goers as the car hurtled towards the breach. Godzilla, however, sat quietly, thinking to himself. He never thought of himself as the underage drinking type, but it could be fun, and he didn't want his friends to think that just because he's straight-edge lifestyle that he was lame. It was bad enough that they had to talk to his stick-in-the-mud mom and goddamn Roy. Goddamn Roy. Goddamn Roy. <laughs> I really like when we bash characters in our fix. Absolutely, an original character. <laughs> like, I think it's really funny to single out one character and just be so fucking rude Fuck to them. Guy. But before he could come to a decision, they had arrived. The Elantra found a parking spot and came to a stop. The gang climbed out and approached the ticket booth. What can I do for you this evening, gentlemen? The ticket-taking kaiju said with a plastered-on smile that quickly faded. We'll be taking four tickets to Earth, Leatherback replied, shuffling to get his wallet. And will that be... And will that be business or pleasure, she replied, totally deadpan. Oh, you gotta know, I'm always about the pleasure. He turned back and gave his friends a thumbs up. You know, that's what 16-year-old boys think is cool. Yeah, for sure. After the transaction was done, they passed through the gate and into the gaping portal. A bright red light flashed and blinded Godzilla briefly, but after it faded, he realized he was underwater. He held his breath tight and followed his three friends. It took nearly an hour of swimming, but they finally reached a harbor. They all peeked their heads up above the water to see a human city before them. I never specified, but I was thinking it was Tokyo in my head. I never put that in the thick, though. Okay, I think it's assumed that it's Tokyo. Yeah. Whoa, it's so small, Atachi laughed. Knifehead reached up and punched a hole in one of the beer cans using his pointy forehead. What a kick-ass dude! Right? He's a fucking gnarly dude. He chugged it quickly as Itachi passed drinks around to the other kaijus. They each opened their can and drank as quickly as possible, tossing the empties back into the ocean. Oh no, yeah, they they're litterers. That's the, that's the lesson. Oh man, never <laughs> Don't litter. litter. Don't litter. Or else you'll end up like these guys. Yeah. I wonder how they end up. I oh. hope it's bad. I hope they get arrested. If you litter, I'm gonna come to your house and I'll arrest you. That's a threat. Let's go see it up close, Leatherback belched and started to make his way out of the ocean and onto dry land. Godzilla pretended to finish his drink, pouring the bitter beverage into the ocean behind his friend's backs and followed behind them. I feel that, Godzilla. That's like, also another lesson. Shotgunning beer? 
really not that great. That's another lesson. Don't be peer pressured into drinking if you don't feel ready to drink. Yeah. Or you just or don't want to. shotgun a Palm Bay instead. Be classy. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Definitely get peer pressured into shotgunning Palm Bay. <laughs> Beer's not cool, but Palm Bay is. Palm Bay is super cool. <laughs> the gang of gigantic monsters made their way into the city, their footsteps rattling the foundations of buildings. With each step, the human screams got louder. Streets cracked and cars were crushed below their enormous feet. Leatherback stumbled, already feeling a buzz from his drink, and tried to steady himself on a landscape, or tried to steady himself on a skyscraper. But rather than regain his balance, he tore the top ten stories of the building clean off. The top of the structure tumbled to the ground, landing on Itachi's foot, causing him to jump back and bump into yet another tall building. God damn it, guys. Hey, watch it, bozo. I just got a pedicure, Atachi yelled, Fuck offended by his friend's carelessness. He pushed himself back up off the building, causing it to tumble to the ground as well. Godzilla's ears perked up when he heard the alarm go off, the roar of a distant alert followed by an automated voice telling the humans to file orderly into the nearest underground shelter. Tiny humans, barely visible from his height, flooded the streets and ran in one direction, away from Godzilla and his friends. Knife had shotgunned another beer and tossed one to Godzilla. In a state of shock, he fumbled the catch in the massive can. Oh shit, the cans are massive! Yeah, the cans are the size of kaijus! Oh my god, that's a lot of beer! That's so much beer! That's it's kaiju beer, too. so much beer. What do you think kaiju beer is made out of? Um, there's Bud Light Lime later in the story, so Bud Light Lime. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend it all. Good to know. Just stick to Palm Bays, guys. Yeah, Palm Bay is the official drink of Unstable Universes. <laughs> I've never had a Palm Bay. What? I've, like, tasted Palm Bays. Like, I've had sips from other people. Oh, okay. Bays. Then that's but fine. Never, that like, counts. Like, I had a sip of your frozen bullshit. Oh, yeah, that was good, bag. eh? Now we're officially endorsing Palm Bay as our official drink of Unstable Universes. So we should drink Palm Bays. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine, yeah. Palm Bay can be our official drink. Yeah. Sounds good. In a state of shock, he fumbled the catch, and the massive can smashed into a short building at his feet. He meant to pick it up, knocking down the remaining ceilings and walls with his clumsy, clawed hands. All of a sudden, Itachi began to sprint back towards the ocean. Five o, five o! he alerted his friends. Godzilla stood back up quickly and whipped his head around. From deeper into the city, three robots equal to the kaiju in height were approaching their location. So are they fully grown at 16? They're pretty big. Or are they, like, still children? Well, Category 5 is, like, the biggest that they had in the first movie. Okay, so, so they're full grown. Yeah, they're full grown. So it makes sense for the the Jaegers yeah. to be the same size, yeah, right? Sure. Okay. So the Jaggers aren't like, oh, look at these babies, we're gonna fucking destroy no. them. Okay. Leatherback's eyes gleamed wildly when he saw their advance. You guys, run. I want to have some fun. Leatherback charged towards the Jaegers, knocking down any building that was even mildly in his way. He leapt and tackled the frontmost one to the ground and began to beat it with his massive arms. The other two mechs pulled him off as quickly as they could and threw him to the ground, then helping their comrade to its feet. 
Godzilla froze in horror as he watched his friend was beaten into the dirt by the policing robots, while the rest of his gang ran for safety. A gutsy news helicopter buzzed around his face. A tear streamed out of one of his massive eyes. His birthday was truly ruined. Oh. Roy sat in his recliner, a Bud Light Lime in one hand and the remote in the other. He flicked through channels aimlessly until his eyes caught a familiar face on the screen. Susan, he bellowed, your son is on the goddamn news. The end. Of course Roy would drink fucking Bud Light Lime. Yeah, Roy's a real bitch. I don't like Roy at all. I hate Roy. You barely mention him, but I feel such an intense hate for him. It's because I said he's a stepdad. Maybe. I feel like everyone just instinctively hates stepdads. Yeah, stepdads and stepmoms. Yeah, that was my birthday fake. Not very birthday. Not very birthday. But that's fine. More birthday than mine? No. Like, it took place during a birthday, I guess. Yeah. You didn't have presents or anything, though. No. The present was going to Earth. I think that if you had Roy give him a real shit gift, that would have been a good addition. A little more birthday, a little more Roy hating. Yeah. Maybe Roy should have come along on the party. Oh my god. Oh, we have one more fic to read. Yes, Anthony Bourdain and Jamie Oliver wrote in again. Again? Yeah. There's no stopping them at this point. (laughs) No, they're going to keep going. They're an unstoppable force. We're going to stop the podcast, and they're going to keep writing fanfiction, and somehow just get it on our podcast that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I can see that. They're going to start up a second (laughs) version of the podcast. (laughs) Not where they actually read, though. They're going to find two new people to pretend to be us. Yeah. To read only their fan fictions. Oh, yeah, of course. Jesus, I can see that happening. They're crazy enough to do it. They are. So, the title of this one is in the header. It's called Godzilla's Wholesome Birthday. Oh, nice. Uh, So, it looks like all three of us Mm -hmm. went with it being Godzilla's birthday, rather than anyone from Pacific Rim. Yeah, because there's really no one important from Pacific Rim. Don't you mean Mackie Morrow? <laughs> I don't know if that's her actual name or not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Mako... Mako Mori. Mako Mori. You switched the, the O and the I. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, author's note. Alana and Evan should read the, their own character's lines. Oh, that's exciting. I like that. Does that mean that we're characters or do we pick characters? I don't know. I guess we'll start reading and we'll find out. So, author's note. Alana and Evan should both read their own characters' lines. So we'll do that. Yeah. And you'll read the narrator parts. Yeah. Yeah. It was a brandy new day in the Jaeger clubhouse. Alana and Evan were in a heated discussion as they walk up the stairs toward the cockpit of their Jaeger. No, no, no. You've got the theme all wrong. Alana said. Godzilla hates King Kong-themed parties. Everyone knows that. Well, we can't do something as basic as last year, said Evan. Everyone got real tired with the radiation treat bags real fast. Fine, fine. How about Arabian Nights, but, like, not racist? Suggested Alana. Arradiation Nights. Godzilla is a huge fan of Aladdin. Evan reluctantly agreed to the new theme. (laughs) They reached their platform... Below them, a 12-story hunk of metal sat dormant, waiting for their connected minds to direct its every motion. (laughs) Author's note from Jamie Oliver. uh, For some reason, these machines could only be controlled by two people. It was very inefficient, but let's go with it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Lana and Evan gave each other a knowing glance. This wasn't the first time they had had a robotic encounter. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh boy. Said Alana. They each took a confident step into their foot holder things. They confidently put their arms into their arm holder things as well. <laughs> Gears whirred and compression locks engaged as they were locked into their Jaeger. You ready? Said Evan. Engage! Screamed Alana. There's a hangar full of oversized decorations a few units over, said Evan, as they took their giant first step forward. How convenient! Commented Alana. The enormous Jaeger made its way to the hangar, and the two started to pick out as many oversized decorations as they could put in their metallic, yet meaty and strong and reassuring, more stable than most of my relationships, hands-on. Who wrote that, do you think? <laughs> I... I'd put money on Jamie Oliver. Yeah, I was going to say Jamie Oliver as well. Strong and reassuring. I like that. Meaty and strong and reassuring. Meaty, strong and reassuring. More stable than most of my relationships. (laughs) Oh, get a magic carpet. Said Alana. Godzilla loves that shit. I feel like our story is too wholesome, said Evan. We're picking out fucking carpets. (laughs) Better make sure they match the drapes. Smirked Alana. That's better, chortled Evan. After that less wholesome detour... Alana and Evan looked at their Jaeger watch. Shit, fam, screamed Evan. We're late. The enormous machine took off into a sprint, crashing through hangars to get to the ocean shore. Where do you think he'll be today? Asked Alana, even though she could see all of Evan's thoughts. Evan glanced at the ocean. Probably there, he chortled, pointing at a nearby beach. Stop chortling, said Alana. They made their way to the beach and activated the part of their Jaeger with a giant Godzilla horn. Bwah! Bwah! Went the horn. Suddenly, Brian Cranston, Godzilla's personal translator, who had far too small a role in 2014's Godzilla reboot, I bet that was also Jamie, emerged from the waves, sitting on the shoulder, shoulders of the colossal kaiju. Godzilla saw the Jaeger and politely tipped his yarmulke, spelled very wrong, <laughs> to the brave hunky pilots. Oh, I forgot he was kaijuish. Alana chortled. Yeah, the last of his kind, said Evan. Is Brian Cranston kaijuish too? Pondered Alana. No, shouted Brian from the shoulders of the beast. But I speak kaijuish. 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 There was an awkward pause. It was pleasant, though. A pleasant but awkward pause. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Godzilla! Godzilla, Yelled Alana and Evan. Their giant Jaeger arms threw some giant flakes of confetti into the air. Godzilla noticed all of the decorations on the beach and gave a loud roar. Brian Cranston began (laughs) to translate. He says that he's great... Suddenly... Brackets, you thought this was too wholesome and coherent so far? The ocean began to vibrate, not unlike your mother's dildo. Oh no. Harsh dude. A large thoom, thoom, thoom could be heard as footprints traversed the ocean floor. Slowly, massive candles appeared out of the waves, followed by an enormous Jaeger cake. Alana, Evan, and Brian stood with their mouths agape. Can we... Can I ask what a Jaeger cake is? Is it a mechanical cake? Couldn't tell you, dude. Well, okay. 
What do you think it is, though? Do you think it's a I, cake? Or I do think you... it's a cake for a Jaeger, maybe? A Jaeger-sized cake? A Jaeger-sized cake? Maybe it's a... Not cake. a metal cake. Maybe it's a cake full of Jaegermeister. Holy shit, that sounds awful. That sounds actually <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Suddenly, out from the shadows leapt a massive pie kaiju. A pieju. <laughs> Ew. Chortled Alana. Hey, I'm rooting for that pie guy, chortled Evan. The pie let out a massive chortle from its pie hole. Alana raised her eyebrows twice. There's only one way that this could be decided. The cake Jaeger and the pie Jew engaged in mortal, bloody, frightening chortling combat. From the shore, Evan and Alana watched in shock. Well, chortled Brian, <laughs> this is kaijuish tradition. Godzilla, Alana, and Evan all laughed. Godzilla burped and accidentally fired his giant mouth laser, killing thousands. <laughs> Godzilla chortled. The end. I need a little bit of a lie down after that. <laughs> they had both a very one-track mind and a very sporadic mind. <laughs> yes. Like, they could only focus on chortling, but then everything else was a mess. <laughs> And it was fantastic. That was really good. I'm not entirely sure what a cake Jaeger or a Paiju is, but whatever. Yeah. So I guess the cake Jaeger was a Jaeger made out of cake. Okay. And then the Paiju was a Kaiju made out of pie. Oh, okay, okay. I can dig it. Which one would you eat? Both. Paiju. What kind of cake is it? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. See, my thing is, like, I assume that it's made by the cake boss. Oh, true. Because he's the only one who'd make something like that. That's a safe assumption. Yeah. And the thing is, he covers everything in fondant. Oh, fondant's terrible. And he uses so much fucking Rice Krispies. So if it's made by Cake Boss, I'm definitely eating Paiju. But if it's made by, like, someone who doesn't use so much Rice Krispies and fondant, then maybe I'd go with Cake Jaeger. Do you think Cake Jaeger is a reference to Mark Wahlberg's character in the Transformers movies, whose name is Cade Jaeger? No. Okay. Do you do you think it is? No. Okay, okay, I was worried for a moment. And with our fix read, our Palm Bay is finished, shall we jump right into Random Phantom Phantoms? Random Phantom Phantoms. This okay. is the segment where we generate our fanfic crossover for next episode. Now, next episode is a special episode. We're going into double digits. It's essentially a birthday. Not unlike the birthdays that Godzilla just celebrated. <laughs> and because it is such a special birthday, we've decided to do something a little different. That's right. Yep. So me and Evan, we're going to get a little bit shit-faced. Just a touch. And we're going to write an extra long fic together. Together. Yeah. Two minds working on one fic. Yeah. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be bad. Let's find out. What the fandoms are. Hit that button, Evan. Drum roll. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 Alright, we are looking at Monster House, mm-hmm. the B movie, mm-hmm. courtroom drama. Interesting. Interesting, considering part of the B movie is a courtroom drama. <laughs> It's true, it fucking is! I think the random tandem fandom generator is gaining sentience. I think so. I think that After it's lumping it gave... similar things together. Yeah, I think it's learning. But what do you know about Monster House? Um, it's about 
two best friends and a Girl Scout who kind of becomes their best friend. Kind of, yeah. And the house across the street from the boy with black hair mm-hmm. is... The main kid. Yeah, is sentient. Yeah. It eats people, it eats dogs, and basically they go into the house to shut it down. Oh, and there's an old man living there who has a heart attack, and so he's gone. Okay, you remember it better than me. Yeah. It's, it's actually funny, because me and Luke were talking about Monster House and courtroom dramas last night. Terrifying. Yeah. The random tandem fandom generator is listening. <laughs> Apparently. And learning. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I really dig Monster House. It's a good it's movie. It's a good movie, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was too similar. <laughs> okay, what do you know about the B movie? I know it's the worst meme of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Jerry Seinfeld animated film mm-hmm. wherein there's bees. Yeah. And he wants to not be just a boring worker bee. He wants to collect pollen. So he like leaves the hive and then a bunch of weird shit happens and he falls in love with a human woman. Yeah. And then there's something about the bees being exploited. Because I think mm-hmm. he goes to, like, a grocery store and sees all the honey or Yeah. Something. And so they sue... The human race. Yeah. For using their honey without permission. Uh-huh. And, like, they sue Sting for using a bee-related name. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because and... other animals sting. Yeah. And I don't know how it ends. He successfully sues the human race, and then he gets the girl, and they sell their own honey. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Also, one, the sidekick's name in Monster House is Chowder, which I fucking love. That's fantastic. I, I just that. remembered that. Yeah, Chowder's a good name. <laughs> All right, courtroom drama. Explain it to me. Um, it's like law and order, so people go in with a case, and you learn about the people involved in the case... And the case gets solved. Yeah, that's about it. It's it's your basic, yeah, Law and Order episode. Yeah. Have you ever seen an episode of Law and Order? Never. Me neither. <laughs> but yeah. How about we just do a total meme and we copy and paste the B-movie script into our fanfiction document and pass it off as our own? That sounds great. Let's do that. I like that idea. All right. Well, I think we have to get writing. Yes, we do. So, we will sign off. We'll see you next week for next episode. Mm-hmm. If you want to write in on our special 10th episode birthday, you can do that either at our email, unstableuniverses at gmail.com, or you can send it to us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash unstableuniverses. Yep. You can like that page. You can follow us on Twitter. At Ununpodcast. Mm-hmm. Review us on iTunes. Yeah. Apparently it helps. That's what they say. And if you'd like to read any of the fix, except for Jamie Oliver's. Yeah. Any of our fix. The then, hosts. Yeah. Then you can go to either AO3, Archive of Our Own, or fanfiction.net and find us there under the pseudonym Unstable Universes. That's right. The uh, The links are in the podcast description. Yep. And so just a reminder, our next two fandoms for next week are Monster House, the B-movie, and a courtroom drama. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm excited. Let's get writing. Okay. I'm Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.